This episode is brought to you by Krishna Nose. Yeah, good morning. We are doing the Uddhav Gita. Now, this was a new chapter we had started last weekend. This is chapter 16 and we had done till verse 6. Now, till verse 6, what we had completed was what are the kinds of things a person has to do related to time, space, movement, so on and so forth. This is a further in-depth understanding of the same. You will come to know what is it that an individual has to do, what he has to avoid, how he has to get into the right space, the right kind of stuff he can eat, drink, so on and so forth. So, we are going to actually look at some do's and don'ts related to the various human activities. So, let us proceed. So, we are doing the Uddhav Gita, the last message of Sri Krishna. This is chapter 16, verse 7. O best of men, with a view to circumscribing work, I enjoin merits and defects regarding things in according with the exigencies of the place, time, etc. So now, everywhere in the world, there are different, different set of circumstances. Weathers, people have different culture, their eating habits are different, so on and so forth. Now, there are certain things which you can do in some parts of the world and in other parts of the world, you cannot do those. So, there are certain do's and don'ts. There are certain exigencies in different, different parts of the universe. How would you do those things? Like say, for example, simple solution are not there even to write something if I am going in outer space. I am sure you know that even the pen will float away. Hmm? I think you get the point. The kind of food that I have to eat is also not the same as the food that I am eating on earth. So, because circumstances are different. The things which I have to ingest are different than what I have to otherwise do in my normal life. And this is what Krishna is talking about. Now, you may ask, why is he giving this kind of an answer? The reason is, every part of this world has its own climatic and other structures which cannot change. Let us say, in the colder regions, it is extremely and biting cold. Now, you cannot eat the kind of food that you eat over here, right? Heat is a problem over there. If you go to the northern part or the southern part of the globe, the Arctic Circle or the Antarctica, Antarctic Circle, there is a problem. So, what is it that you have to do over there? So, Krishna 
is giving Uddhava the kind of lesson which was needed. Now why was he giving this lesson to Uddhava is also very important. As you know Uddhava has asked him questions related to austerity, piety, so on and so forth. When the person is travelling in this entire Bharatvarsh, Indian region, Indian subcontinent for that matter, the entire change of temperatures can be seen. In some places in India, the temperatures are as high as 48 degrees Celsius. And in some parts of the Indian subcontinent, you will find temperatures are below freezing. Right? There are deserts, there are seashores. Okay? In some places there is water available, in some places water is not available. What is a person supposed to do? And Uddhava was going to take up a long arduous journey across the Indian subcontinent because he wanted to become completely devoted to Krishna. So he has left his place. It is said that once he finished the teachings with Krishna, he travelled all the way to Rajasthan. Now Rajasthan is close by. Please understand it is not as far as the Himalayas. So from Gujarat, the tip of Gujarat, Dwarka, he travelled to Rajasthan. So it's a short distance there. Short doesn't mean short is not too short. It is still long when you are travelling by foot. And there he stayed in the Brahma Sarovar for more than 12 years. He did his tapascharya and a very sincere penance and Brahmaji came and gave him some teachings. Thereafter he went northwards to the Himalayan region. So this is what was written somewhere and I am just giving you an understanding his travels. So, he is saying, Uddhava, with the view to circumscribing work, I enjoin merits and defects regarding things in according, accordance with the exigencies of the place, time, etc. Now, there is certain type of work also that you can do. Now, since this scripture is not just for one human being, but it is for the mankind, I just told you that it is not just for men, it is for women also. It is for everybody. So what are they supposed to do? In olden times women were staying at home. Now they are going out to work. Now since they are going out to work, the circumstances which they undergo are not the same as the men are undergoing. Because in many places, there is an easy acceptance and in some places, is very difficult. 
it takes a very very long time to get what is called as a parity and equality in status i'm sure you might have read that simon cowell yesterday has requested his producer to give the other two women the same remuneration as him now how many years it has taken now don't ask me who is this person okay <laughs> so it has taken so many years and if simon is saying so <laughs> that we have to pay equal equally to the other two ladies i think it is important <laughs> so i hope you got the answer because they are also judging the show he is also judging the show it's not that he is doing something different and they are doing something different so you understand the work related issues also related to the place and the time today is the time today is kali yuga it is the yuga for kali women's world also <laughs> so so we will go to the next verse we are doing the uddhav gita chapter 16 verse 8 of lands those that are devoid of spotted antelopes and where in particular devotion to the brahmanas is absent should be considered impure and even if they are rich in antelope tracks designated as kitaka and those that are not swept or are barren should be regarded as impure unless there be worthy people in them <laughs> now there is a specific reason that is being said over here all right now when he is talking about antelopes and all that see in india if you have seen some of the older uh, you know if you have read some of the older scriptures Do you know how the whole story started for Sri Ram? It started with the golden deer, isn't it? <laughs> so that means there were a lot of these kind of animals roaming all over the Indian subcontinent. So he is giving some specifications, some idea. It is not necessarily there. There is a mention that. this is a place where the brahmins are not worshiped and all those uh places which are in central india up to bengal to the eastern side you will find that there were certain issues during his time also the brahmanas were not given their proper position and later on with the advent of the buddhist culture buddhism completely destroyed the brahmanical culture across india and especially in the central part of india they came and they completely took over the central portion and later on when other armies invaded india you will find that from the north they came the northern region and they also took over the northern part of the country so at such places 
the entire circumstances changed with age, with yoga. In both these cases, these are two examples which I gave you. Though Siddharth, that is, he was the from northern India, which is now currently in Nepal. He belonged to a clan which is called the Shakya clan. And they were the followers of Sanatan Dharma. After he got enlightened under the Bodhi tree, if you know that, he completely swept away the entire Brahminical culture. So at such places, there is no regard for a certain type of belief system. And that is the reason why this verse is valid across. Now you may ask me today, in today's day and age, whether this verse has validity. Of course it has validity. Lots of people across India have converted to different religion. And in some places, people have considered themselves scheduled castes, scheduled tribes and various other nomadic tribes. And when they have taken up this stand, they have completely aligned in a different way. They do not consider this type of things as valid. They believe the old idea about Brahmins or for that matter the Kshatriyas and so on and so forth. Now the misinterpretation of the scriptures has happened. There is no way in which you can change it right now. So when we are talking about the Brahmins, Krishna is not talking about somebody who is, who is from a a Brahmin family and so on and so forth. No. There is a very clear demarcation in the Bhagavad Gita and in this scripture also where he says only those who are 100% Sattvic they are Brahmins. So did you get that? 100% Sattvic. So Try to think about how many Brahmins could be there in today's day and age when it is the Yuga of Kali. In the Kali Yuga, there is no Sattva. Sattva is literally gone out. The second one, which is called the Kshatriya, it is connected to more than 50% Sattva and 50% Rajas. So the Rajasic quality is more. If the Rajasic quality is more, then what happens? And the person becomes a kingly person. He wants money, power, fame, fortune, everything. So a Kshatriya is a person who rules literally a a kind of a place like maybe he, he has got a lot of money because he is a 
राजसिक पर्सन देर इज जस्ट अ टिंज ऑफ तमस इन हिम अगेन लेटस ट्राई टू थिंक अबाउट इट इन टूडेज डे एंड एज हाउ मेनी क्षत्रियाज कुड बी देर एंड वॉट इज द रॉन्ग इंटरप्रिटेशन a kshatriya is supposed to be from the fighting clan you know people who were soldiers and all that no krishna is very clear when he says there was sattva in the person and there was rajas in the person but nothing about tamas so how many people are there in that not many now here we are talking about men and women both then we come to the third one which is full of rajas and a more than 50% tamas in it so if we come to the vaishya there is no sattva at all there is 50% of rajas in it and 50% of tamas in that person i am sure you know at least 25 to 30 or maybe 50% of the population could be considered in this category right because people are running after money and all kinds of activities which are related to tamas and then the last one which is called the shudra it is 100% tamas in the beginning there will be a tinge a little tinge of rajas but completely tamasic in nature given to lust greed avarice you name it all kinds of negative feelings are there in this person he is given to sleeping drinking womanizing you know a very lascivious person so such a kind of a person is in the last category so now i hope you got the clarity over here when krishna says this what kind of people are involved in what kind of a work so with the brahmanical culture remember brahmins are completely satvic in nature at the end of the dwapara all that was going out of the window it was not is going to be non existent so he said that and now i hope you understood that when he is talking about an example about the spotted antelope is just for understanding purpose so we will go slightly deeper than that let us see the next verse we are doing chapter 16 from the uddhav gita this is verse 9 that time is efficacious which owing to the abundance of requisite materials or through inherent properties of its own is conducive to any particular work which that in which work while that in which work stops or is prohibited is considered unfit this is one of the most apt verses for today's day and age i will give you a simple example today all of us most of us those who are joining the satsang are using 
devices like cell phones, computers and so on and so forth. We are also traveling in electric vehicles, buses, the transport is there. If you have seen today, instead of having the old kind of batteries, today we have the lithium and their different derivative batteries. Alright? Now, what is this verse talking about? It is talking about that there are certain things which are prohibited. Why is it so? I gave you this idea about an object which is uh, one of the chemicals which is called lithium. Now lithium is mined in countries. In certain countries in this world which are under the control of one nation. So the entire most of the production of this lithium is taken from these countries where the people are exploited over there. People work in very, very bad circumstances. The same lithium is then exported to this major nation, purified, converted into batteries and sold across the world and all of us are using them. It is called prohibited and unfit action. If you are going to use a blood diamond, you know blood diamonds, what they are? If not, go and watch the movie. Maybe you will come to know better. Or today, when people are smuggling gold in their rectums and in their bodies. And that is the same gold that you want to wear. If it is the same gold, even if it is purified and even if you don't know that that gold is coming to you, it is a prohibited action. Why are you wearing that gold which is tainted like that? The exploitation of the diamond industry is also very much known to people. I just now gave you about blood diamonds. Likewise, there are lots of things which you have clearly understood coming from people and places which are under duress or stress. People are threatened, cajoled, a gun is pointed at their head and they are supposed to do the activity and then you are using that item. Like the sweatshops. A sweatshop is a place where a lot of children and deprived people are made to work at a pittance, at a salary which is minimal. Imagine Krishna was talking about these kind of things so many thousands of years ago. 
he said there are these kind of places in this world and you should not encourage them there is a movement where people have taken up not to wear garments made out of animal skin isn't it so you got to not wear them why should you you know skin an animal and then use that so i will explain this verse again very very much in detail that time is important which owing to the abundance of requisite material now in some places the material is available a plenty as you know india is one of the largest exporters of onion and sugar in the world i'm sure you know that the onion export was stopped today the rate of the onion is 120 rupees a kilo from 20 rupees kilo to 120 rupees kilo is 100 rupees jump in less than one month's time why is it so we are having things a plenty why not give it at that rate but people are holding it people are doing certain things which are prohibited so if there are certain things available in a plenty they should be available to the people around at a good rate you will find that we have very good apples in our own country but everybody is importing apples from abroad why is it that people cannot eat the himachal or the kashmir apples why is it that they have to buy apples from new zealand australia china south america chile all these places why do you have to buy them and there is a very simple item which we use a very little quantity which is called hing okay asafoetida we import tons and tons of it from some other country they have taken it that we will now grow this thing in india it will save us a huge amount of money running in billions so krishna is saying that there is there are certain things which are a plenty in some places rice is grown in one part of india wheat is grown in another part of india fishing is done in one place hmm? honey bee keeping is in another place sugar production is in one place you you got the whole gist of what i'm trying to say so we have to see to it that everywhere there is a parity in rates that people are not exploited because of that because anybody who does exploitation or does something really bad like that of holding then that is a prohibited action when i told you about gold diamonds 
jewelry, so on and so forth. It is important. Now why should we use lithium batteries? Can we not find an alternative? Today we are trying to find alternative, you know, the medicine for the coronavirus also. Are we not? So why can we not find an alternative for lithium? So something that is available in the local places. In the world scenario also, there is something which is called the NPT, which India refused to sign. It is connected to nuclear. Okay. So India was not allowed enriched uranium to be sold to them. Though we had reactors, but we were not given that. But India has the highest deposits of a very important radioactive element which is called thorium. It is available in the sands of Kerala. We have the largest deposits in the world. We can make a reactor based on thorium also, but we do not know. We are not expending our energy towards that. Why is it so? We are at the beck and call of these other countries and we have to bow down to their pressure whereas the thorium is in our backyard. So this is something which I am giving you a world scenario, a scenario where you have to understand why it is important. If you do not realize the importance of these things, then how are you going to understand how India or the place where you are coming from can go ahead. We do not have that nationalistic view at all. We want to spend on other countries and we want to buy imported items. For what reason? Here Krishna is saying that there are so many things available aplenty and not at an exploited rate. Why not do that? It is a policy which we have to take, which we have to decide on. No, I have everything available. In the olden times, just after independence, we were literally with a begging bowl. The country slowly came out of it. Today we are slightly a better off nation. Now this was for India, but for other countries also I can tell you. The United States imports literally everything from one country or two countries. For what reason are they doing that? Don't they have intelligent people there? It's a rich country full of whatever they wish to. Oil is there, gas is there, you name it, everything is available. People are there. But a problem which they created in the past, it has to be politically solved. People are given fantastic salaries. They can't cope up with countries like India or China or other nations where the pittance salary is given for working. So do you get the point? 
So the cultural change has to be brought in such nations. Milk is available in India and believe me, this milk which we are consuming today is around 48 to 50 rupees a litre. The highest quality milk in India. 50 rupees is around 70 cents a litre. And the procurement price, the procurement price means buying from people a litre is half of that. Or lesser than that. We are a very rich nation in terms of eggs, you know, poultry, animal husbandry, milk, this kind of production. We are very rich. And yet, there is a disparity. So here, Krishna was describing something very clearly. Or through inherent properties of his own is conducive to of any particular work. We come back to the verse where we were talking about doing certain things. We had a very important business, a massive business in a place called Coimbatore, Tirupur, this belt. Some of the best, you know, hosiery and cotton material was made in these places. Today that place is in ruins because we refuse to buy from there. We would rather buy cheap stuff from China or these other countries. Bangladesh, Pakistan, you know, Malaysia, Indonesia, Philippines, Vietnam. The same t-shirts, so the same kind of hosiery material and the kind of cotton stuff, why do we have to buy from these countries? Whereas we have such a massive industry in the backyard which is never even considered. Isn't it important today that we give that impetus to these places again? Stop this kind of nonsensical imports. Yeah, I know. You are paying half the price. But at what cost? At the cost of the people going, becoming poorer and poorer in India? This is not a political statement I am making. Otherwise, you will say, Guruji, you became political in your speech. No, Krishna is saying so. Through this verse, he's talking about certain things which a person is supposed to do. Now, think what I'm saying. If there, there is a weaver or a manufacturer, a businessman in Coimbatore or in Tirupur, in that particular place, isn't it important for him to source the material, bring in the labor, make it as good as possible, then he is doing his swadharma. But if he is importing the cheaper item and then branding and selling it in the marketplace, then he is doing a prohibited business as per Krishna. I was aghast last year 
when I went to Banaras. The reason why I was sorry, because there are most of these looms over there which have dried up literally. They used to be hand looms. Gone. Few power looms are there. And people are mixing around stuff from other countries and then selling it. So what happens to those poor people? In my journey, I visited a very a village nearby. There used to be looms 20 years ago. Just 20 years ago. Today, there is only one pit loom. A pit hand loom, you know. The person sits below the surface of the earth and the loom is at his this level, chest level and then he does that. The poor fellow, the poor weaver had no work. Why? What happened to all those looms that were there? They are all gone. So, in this verse, what is Krishna talking about? He says that you have to follow your Swadharma. You have to ensure the place, the time, availability of material and so on and so forth and get the whole thing together. There is no need for a person to even think that I will get better studies abroad. They can join. They can bring education to India. Today, India is at the at a point where education online is literally flourishing. The future is like that. I was listening to a World Economic Forum talk. And they were saying how people, those who have the current, you know, uh, what do you call that? Skill sets. Whatever skill sets. I don't understand these words too much, but let me <laughs> just say. They were saying the two words which I caught, my ears caught. They are saying reskill and upskill. Reskill and upskill. From what I have that little understanding, I can tell you, reskilling the people. Think, if I have something in my backyard and I have forgotten about it, forgotten about it, I have to reskill myself because many years ago I was doing that. So can I again get those things back and do the same thing? If I am a fisherman and I used to fish earlier, now I have become importer of fish. I buy from countries which are selling fishes at half the rate. And then I am giving them to the public. Why? I don't have to do that. I should reskill myself, go and fish. Go fish. And then, Upskill. Upskill means there are current technology trends which are very, very important, which have changed the world scenario. Like say for example from a petrol 
and a diesel driven vehicle to an electric vehicle it's gone different isn't it so my technology is current so i have to upskill i should know the things which i am using like say the cell phones i should know the laptops i should know about that the artificial intelligence that goes into it so whatever that I, that is happening around in this world like the transfer of money which happens through the apps i should upskill myself in that i cannot be becoming a dodo in today's day and world and saying i will go go and stand in a queue in the bank i am not at the mercy of the banker today i am not at the mercy of the teller you understand there used to be a teller and there used to be people around to sign one check to get a leaf it used to be a painful experience i don't even need a checkbook i don't need even a withdrawal slip i don't need the teller also upskilling i have understood the power of my phone and now i do bank transfers tick 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 through apps that is upskilling for me so i am saying even in sectors like the education sector or any other sector reskill upskill these two words i caught in my if i was listening to this wef world economic forum talk and he told me yes that is what krishna said why don't we know that <laughs> we know it it is written in our scriptures he is telling like that but there are certain actions which are prohibited so we need to avoid them not it so we go to the next verse so we are doing uddhav gita chapter 16 verse 10 and 11 the purity or impurity of a thing is determined by other things by the verdict of competent persons by specific acts by duration of time by its greatness or smallness by strength or infirmity by knowledge and by affluence or otherwise they bring demerit on a person according to the place and circumstances sounds like a difficult verse isn't it it's not difficult at all again i can explain this verse through different examples now let us say you are buying a silk garment all right or a silk sari garment i said because nowadays people are less less wearing saris so, so i have to say a garment now if i have to buy garments which are made of silk or pure cotton i have given example of silk so let me come to cotton now cotton is grown in different parts of the world in india we have cotton china we have cotton one of the most important nations in the world which has cotton 
used to be Egypt. Egypt was the land of the best cotton in the world. Many of the old timers will know we used to wear Egyptian cotton. Where is the Egyptian cotton today? Not there. So what happened to these Egyptians? They all became mummies? Huh? No, they all forgot what they were doing. You got what I am saying? They should be growing a lot of cotton in the Nile Delta. But there is no cotton coming from there. India was a land of spices. India was a land of spices. Today, the long cinnamon or the cloves or even garlic is coming from China. Why? Why is it so? Wasn't India a place where all the spices were grown? What happened to that? So, I gave you the example of Egyptian cotton for you to understand that there are countries which have completely lost their bearings. India was a very good producer of cotton. Now, Indian cotton is the small ball cotton. Okay? Now, it is not B-A-L-L. It is B-O-L-L. <laughs> that is... Egyptian cotton was called the long staple cotton. Long staple. India was a smaller one. Likewise, the silk. The Indian worm gives half the length of silk thread and the Chinese worm gives double the length of silk thread. I'm just giving double doesn't mean actually double. It's more than that. The mulberry silk. India has various different kinds of silk. There is an airy silk available. People don't even know about it. Now what these people are doing is those who take advantage of the less knowledge that a person has they will include you know when you make a thread they will include instead of the silk, they will include rayon and other kinds of threads. It looks shiny, shiny like silk only. And they will call it silk. Do you know how people call it silk? There are lots of medicines where 99% of the stuff is different and 1% is that medicine. And they call that 1% as the medicine. Likewise, what these people do is, they will have one thread of silk and the rest all non-silk non and they will still say, it's a silk sari, it's a silk garment. They are not wrong in that. <laughs> but you are the foolish person who doesn't understand a thing about what is being said. And you want to buy silk at... 500 rupees and 1000 rupees and 1500 rupees. I mean, think about it. Common sense will tell you that you don't get silk at that rate. 
But then why are you doing that? This is the funny part. So the hosiery which could have been, you know, made from Egyptian cotton or Indian cotton is no longer made. You know, nowadays, you know where it is made? There's a label. You go and see all your t-shirts or your cotton garments. On that it is written, made in Vietnam, made in Bangladesh, made in Pakistan. Made, made in that country, but ingredients, raw material supplied by one nation only. <laughs> Which is literally controlling it. So can you understand this, this whole thing? So here in this verse, he is talking about the purity or impurity of a thing is determined by other things. The purity of silk is determined by the contamination it is done by other threads. Can you understand this? Again, when it is written, bread, wheat bread is written on top. It's written on the bread, okay? There is only 10% or 15% the wheat stuff in that. Rest everything is maida. <laughs> I know you will say maida is also coming from it. But you got what I am saying, isn't it? What is written on the label is not there inside. And they, and they will say, you know, this is a sauce, a tomato sauce. And it will contain something else only. Potatoes maybe. Who knows? Again, it is red in color or tomato sauce is red in color, no? Okay, so you will think, oh, the tomatoes are so red in color. And if it is written, natural, you know, coloring agent, natural coloring agents. Very good, natural coloring agents. So the first thought that comes to your mind is, oh, it must be having beetroot color in it, no? Sorry boss, there are those tiny creatures, you know, which are found, very, very tiny creatures. Ah, so small, smaller than ants. Black, black. They are there on plants. Okay. They are collected and they are killed. From that comes a red, blood red color liquid. And that is the color that is used. Natural it is. Isn't it natural? You are eating that? Wow! So now did you understand? These two things when he says purity and impurity of things. <laughs> what is the purity in this and what is the impurity in this? It's already impure. Alright? Then he says by things is determined by other things. So what goes in it is determining it. The vegetarian people, you know, they are poor fellows. They think they are eating vegetarian stuff. Even an ice cream is non-veg, sir. 
if you are eating ice cream and if you love ice cream poor fellow vegetarian guy for him even an ice cream is non veg but he doesn't understand so there is a contamination going on so there is nothing natural in what we are doing say you you got what i am saying <laughs> so there is this is what he says by the verdict of competent persons so competent persons are required in this world to tell you what is that contamination that is happening if you do not understand the contamination that is happening today then you are the sufferer you don't you should not be wearing you know glasses and going out and buying stuff you know dark glasses and going out and buying stuff and say it's okay it's okay no problem no you should know what you are buying what you are eating what you are drinking whom you are talking to who are your friends who are your relatives you should know hasn't god given you that kind of a brain that to understand the intricate thing that are going around please understand this the purity and impurity of things is dependent on lot of actions like specific acts and the duration of time the duration of time today we are eating apples which might have been harvested 6 months ago why are you eating those apples and what is fresh in those apples by the way you buy mango pulp now mango season went long ago and you are still buying mangoes today this is not mango season to buy mangoes the host told you to buy them just now in the season you buy seasonal stuff out of season don't buy that is contaminated you understand what is being said over here krishna is very clearly giving out the do's and don'ts in your material world so i have given you about mango i've told you about vegetables okay vegetables which we have never heard of i used to always think you know how is this cauliflower green in color Huh? Oh, that is not Indian. It came from some other country. Cauliflower is not green in color. It looks like cauliflower, but not. I never heard of pak choy in my life. No. Chinese. Okay. Sushi. What is sushi? Sushi is meant for those Japanese fellows, man. Why are you eating sushi? I will make a stupid joke over here. In Maharashtra, no, su means this and she means this. Go figure it out. Sushi. Why you want to eat that stupid sushi? Ah, in India, don't we have enough stuff to eat? and you want to eat some shit from some other country ha huh? why is not good so here krishna is talking about time why is time so important 
right time right place right activities to be done when it is time to eat something when it is time to be with someone it is important now you are all in spiritual okay i mean fortunately or unfortunately whatever you may call it <laughs> you are sitting for my satsang for some people it's a torture and for some people it's it's music okay for those who are feeling it's a torture because guruji will ask where were you and that is why you are sitting over there okay for not for those people <laughs> now in all my satsangs i am telling you keep the company of holy 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 saturday satsang or friday satsang friday friday i gave a satsang on the das bodh the first half an hour everybody found it boring because i was going very slow i think maybe i completed one chapter but the next half of das bodh i was telling you the type of people that you are supposed to be with if you are with drunkards you will become a drunkard if you are with drug addicts very easy to become a drug addict if you are in the place what is krishna saying the duration of the time its greatness and smallness the other things that are connected to it what are the things connected to it i gave an example of the film industry today why is everybody a drug addict over there i should not be saying everybody but it is known for that why because the company that you keep is always going to lead you in that gutters if you have a drug addict friend okay you have four or five friends and you are going with them naturally that fellows will say hey come on you have this one thing and that is why you will have if you are going in the company of people who are all drunkards you know people who use uh, take alcohol they will tell you one sip man one sip man one sip man and you will fall for it you are all spiritual people if you are in company of people who keep on having sex all the time i'm sure you will also end up in that place you know the reason why it's because of the company that you keep if you keep the company of the holy people you will become holy but if you are that gutter snipe who wants to go in the company of bad people then you are going to become a gutter snipe you see if you are if you are living in a daldal a swamp you think the swamp is not going to affect you it is going to 100% affect you that is why go listen to my satsang on friday i have given a complete dossier on what these things happen in this world saturday satsang i said the same thing what i am repeating today i am saying it on sunday you don't have to fall for it get out of that company get out of that place you don't have to become a drunkard or a druggy or anything like that you don't have to keep on smoking or womanizing or whatever you can be on the straight path so this verse is a very critical one where i have given you so many examples to understand what it means i will read the verse and then i will end 
the purity or impurity of things is determined by other things, the connected objects, the people, the time, the place, everything, you know. By the verdict of a competent person, a competent person can tell you this is right and this is wrong. So go to a competent authority, they will tell you. Here in your case, it is your guru who can definitely guide you. By specific acts, the certain acts which you do, which can lead you into the gutters, which can make you fall down, which can put you on the path of degradation, you have to avoid them. By duration of time, how much time you get involved in it, the greatness and the smallness, how big it is, how small it is, by the strength and the infirmity, some items which you buy are not even going to last for one day or two days or one month or three months. Why do you have to do that? And by knowledge, by affluence and otherwise, they bring demerit on a person according to the place and circumstances. Demerit means you fall down. You become a tamasic person. You become a shudra as per Krishna's ways. You know, Krishna's hierarchy of things. You become that. And that is the reason why this verse has a tremendous value in our material world also. So for the spiritually minded people, be smart. Stay away from all this nonsense. Have the intellect to judge everything around you. Do not fall into the gutters. And when you think that there is something wrong, you have a competent authority that you can ask what is right and what is wrong. And this is the meaning of the verse where Krishna is explaining to Uddhava. So as Uddhava goes ahead, he meets these great sages who then tell him what is right and what is wrong. So I have come to the end of my satsang. You take care. You have a great day. Happy Dasara to all of you all and your families, whoever that is there with you. Take care. See you all coming week. Bye.